it's the debate, your mom versus dad, where I have my parents pick sides and debate. This episode, it's flamingos versus peacocks. I'm your host, Milo. And to start, mom will be presenting her side, peacocks, in three, two, one, now. Today I'm arguing for peacocks, but hmm, when we say peacocks, we might mean peafowl. Peafowl refers to both the male and female of the species, but if you mean the dude with the big tail and the matching attitude, well, that's a peacock. His lady friend is called a peahen, but they're both peafowl. So am I arguing for peacocks or peafowl? Well, I'm going to do both, and here's why. I suspect when I was given this assignment that you, Milo, were picturing the male peacock with the tail, like the one we saw at the zoo wandering around that we kept a respectful distance from, but a bunch of idiots didn't, and then we scooted before we saw the outcome for those selfie seekers. But I also suspect that if I had asked you, am I only talking about males, you would have said no. You would have said, let's talk about all the peafowl. So I will touch on all of it. Peafowl are in the pheasant family, and there are two species, the Indian peafowl and the green peafowl. All peafowl have head crests and spend a lot of time on the ground, but often roost in trees like turkeys. They like rainforests and bushlands and forests. They eat anything small enough, whether it's plants, seeds, insects, reptiles, or amphibians. They can live up to 50 years. Like so many wild creatures, they are vulnerable to extinction because of disappearing habitats. So now let's talk about Mr. Fancy, the peacock. Peacocks are most known for their bright, long tails, which are called trains. These trains have evolved as over many, many generations, peahens have chosen the mates with the brightest, biggest tails for mating. Every year at the end of mating season, they molt and lose this colorful train. Before the next mating season, it will have grown back bigger and better. Peacocks play no role in raising the young, which are called pea chicks. It might not seem like it on the surface, but the peacock's absence is helpful to the peahens, since they protect the pea chicks by hiding. It would be hard to stay hidden with bright, large feathers announcing your presence to hungry predators. Also, peacocks are sort of like roosters in that they will have a group of females they mate with. So he's busy. Speaking of peahens, let's talk a little bit more about those since they tend to get less attention. They are usually a sort of brownish color and help them camouflage. They have smaller, less colorful tails, although the green peahen has one close enough to her male counterpart that when he molts, you might not be able to tell them apart. When it comes to mating, peahens have all the power. In mating season, peacocks hang out in groups and the peahen wanders around thinking about her best choice. She checks out the train plumage and the level of shivering, which is the shaking motion of the feathers, and then decides who will be the dad. Once the mating is done, the eggs are laid. The peahen sits on them for about a month. Time's up! Dang it. Now... Dad will be rebutting Mom's argument in a 30-second rebuttal in 3, 2, 1, now. Okay, so I guess I've got two topics here. One is that they're bad dads. I didn't know that one before, but I guess it makes sense because all the, the dudes care about is their stupid-looking tail feathers. Um, and it just seems to me like, you know, the the best way to judge a mate is not by their stupid-looking tail feathers. I guess, like, all, all that does is ensures that the next generation is going to have even stupider-looking tail feathers. I don't know. They just seem... Seems like a bad choice. Time's up. Now, Mom will be rebutting Dad's rebuttal in a 30-second rebuttal in 3, 2, 1, now. You can call them stupid all you want, but lots of people love them. They are collected after they molt, harming no peacocks in the process and used for decoration. I'm going to finish my argument because it kind of addresses some of this. Once the mating is done and the eggs are laid, the peahen then sits on them for about a month. She is responsible for teaching them many skills, including flight, speaking, hunting, and grazing. So don't just vote for that showboat peacock, Milo. Vote for all the peafowl, including the peahen, the camouflage mom of the year with an eye for feather design. Take that, Dad. Time's up. Now, Dad will be presenting his side, flamingos, in three, two, one, now. All right, so I picked flamingos because I thought they were cool looking. But as I was doing my homework, I learned that they're also really interesting. And the things that make them neat looking, the long legs, the long necks, um, and the, the bright pink color are also all related to cool adaptations. So their long legs allow them to wade out into to feed in deeper areas than most other birds, but they're also like crazy tough. They have super strong scaly skin that allows them to walk in alkaline water that would cause chemical burns on most animals, like you, and 
uh, if they feel like it, they can stand on one of them because they're just, you know, super strong and have excellent balance, too. And while they prefer to drink fresh water, when that's not an option, they use special desalinating glands in their heads to purify the water. They get their pretty pink coloring from carotenoids in the algae and little crustaceans they eat. One type of the algae that they eat, cyanobacteria, you know, the stuff that's toxic to us and most other animals and is why we can't swim in Tully Lake many years, yeah, they're tough enough to eat that. And so uh, how they eat is another awesome thing. Basically, they flip their heads upside down into the water, their long, flexible necks uh, make that easy, thank you, 19 vertebrae, and suck water and mud into their beaks and push it back out through the sides through little plates called lamellae that keep the food stuff in while letting the water out. They live in big groups, sometimes millions strong. One reason is that when it's windy and the water is choppy, that makes feeding difficult. And what they do to work around this is basically make a ring of swimming flamingos around a central feeding area, and the water in there is relatively calm and they can feed. They're also excellent co-parents. A pair works together to build a mound of mud up to two feet tall that serves as a nest. They lay one egg at a time so they can focus on just one baby, kind of like your parents. And both parents, uh, and even sometimes flamingos who aren't their parents, can provide chicks with crop milk a secretion from their upper digestive tract, which they regurgitate into the baby flamingo's mouth. It's a pretty neat trick, one that they also share with mom's real favorite bird, the morning dove. So vote for flamingos, the pretty pink, chemically resistant croquet mallets with desalinating noses we love to stick in our lawns. Time's up. Now, mom will be rebutting dad's argument in a 30 second rebuttal in three, two, one, now. Okay, so they sound really gross, the way they suck in mud and everything. And uh, then, then just keep the food. Like, that's probably the dirtiest way of eating I've ever heard. And I was just writing a little poem while you were talking, Phil. Um, I haven't finished yet, so let's see what comes out on the other side. A flamingo might look mighty tall, but I do not like them at all. They suck in the mud, their taste buds a dud. I'll push them over, they'll fall. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. They have good balance. Nah, I bet I, could, I, bet I could stick it. I bet I could <laughs> knock it over on the little sticks. Time's up. Now, Dad will be rebutting Mom's rebuttal in a 30-second rebuttal in 3, 2, 1, now. Uh, you can call it gross, but, you know, it's it's really interesting and awesome and amazing, um, too. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not sure I can rebut your poem, um, so I'll just uh, add a couple of more neat things. They can fly over 300 miles uh, overnight to go from habitat to habitat. In ancient Rome, flamingo tongue was a delicacy. Gross, right? <laughs> and in ancient Egypt, they were uh, a representation of uh, Ra, the sun god. Time's up. Now I'll announce the winner and some things I like from each side. From mom's side, the thing about their feathers was cool, and that they'll eat pretty much anything that they can. And also, I mostly just knew about the males. I thought they were all called peacocks. Except for the pea chicks, I knew about that. And from dad's side... It was neat about all those adaptations and the way that they take care of their young and the way they eat. I think that's really, really cool. And also the way that they regurgitate food. And so dad's the winner this time. Woo! Good job, dad. Yay, dad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Dad's the winner that you would like to thank. Uh, just flamingos for being so, so, so neat. They're super neat. Mom, is there anybody you'd like to thank? Oh, definitely. I would like to thank Peahen for raising their young on their own. And even if people don't think that that's a reason to like the species as a whole, I think it makes them twice as strong as their male counterparts. And therefore, I would like to thank me, the mom here, and to represent all of the Peahen out there teaching their chicks to talk, which is so interesting. They teach them to talk. Like, what means what kind of? I, I read... They, they're really loud? Are they, are they Yes, they're like, very, like very annoyingly loud. loud. They're very, very loud. Like, that's part of the mating display, too, is like a call. I didn't mm. include that because there was just so much to say, as you saw. I didn't yeah, get yeah. through it all. <laughs> so moms everywhere, including this mom and a peahen. 
Now for the social media things. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mom vs. Dad Pod. That's M-O-M-V-S-D-A-D-P-O-D. That's all for this episode. Bye. 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 Bye.